What up? What is up? Welcome back to the Mount Rushmore podcast, where each week we determine what the greatest whatever <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. What what's on your Mount Rushmore? You know, it's we we talk about what's on your Mount Rushmore, different topics. Uh, you know, the fun thing about it is uh, it's all opinion based. Uh, but generally, uh, Miles and I are right, uh, and yeah, everyone so. else is wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> so these are facts, not opinions. No, no, not at all. So I'm I'm I am with Miles. That other voice you hear, I'm Andrew. Uh, that other voice you hear is Miles. Miles, how are you doing? Yeah, Miles here. I'm doing well, and I'm excited because I love these movies. Oh, yeah. So we should say that we're uh, this week's episode is the Mount Rushmore of Pixar movies. Uh, and Miles, I don't know about you, but I, I had a hard time actually uh, determining. There's so many great Pixar movies available to, to choose from. Um, I agree. So I mean, I, there's there's not a lot. Like I mean, there's like twenty. Uh, but when you think about it, they come out with only one a year, like in the grand scheme of things, there's not a lot, but then so many of them are so high quality and good story and, and good effects. For it was sure. hard for me to pick. For sure. It's, it's my, it's, I felt very nostalgic looking back at some of these movies today and just refreshing about them. But like, yeah, it was, it's hard to pick it, it, this one. I mean, it should be like which one was the best, and even the worst one is lit legit. Like, <laughs> even like I was looking into the short films. I thought about putting one of those in my top four. I didn't actually, but like the one where it's like the birds, and like the big bird is being like oh. harassed by the little small birds. I yeah. literally thought about putting it on my list, but there was one that I thought was a little bit better than that. But uh, yeah, it was such a good. Oh, even their short films, it's all good, but. Yeah, it's really tough to pick and narrow these down, really. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, except for, like, Cars 2 and 3. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are by far the, the lowest rated. But yeah, even then, people, you know, they're, they're generally loved by their, their target audience, which is kids. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it'd be fun I to think... see the, the, the ratings based on, you know, the 10 under crowd. Yeah, and to add to the point of like the Cars two and three, I didn't think Monsters University was as good either. No, um, no, <laughs> not, not as good, but still, I, I mean, I'm looking at the ratings right now. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Mo- Monsters University. What, Miles? Let's play a little game. What, what okay. rating do you think? Let, let's start with 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 Monsters University. Okay, what what percentage on on uh, what's what's the percentage fresh according to Rotten Tomatoes? Um, if I had to guess, seventy-five. Well, not bad. It's seventy-nine. I, no, okay. I, that's like a that's a high C plus, you know, for the uh, our grade school listeners uh, who don't know math. <laughs> now compare that. What do you think Cars got? I would say it'd be well. If that one's a set, you said that one's a seventy-nine for Monsters University. Yeah. I would say that it would be about. About the same, maybe 77, 78. It's actually lower. It's 74. So, I, and I, I think that Cars is a much better movie than Monsters University. So, <laughs> now, what do you think Cars right. 2 got? <laughs> Cars 2, um, oh, damn, it's probably, it's probably a flat 70 then. 70 is sucked. Wrong! 39%. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Dear God. Yeah. So, but those are definitely like the, some of the lowest. Like Cars Three actually had sixty-eight, and I know that people liked it better. But then people didn't like the Good Dinosaur, and that's at seventy-seven. But I mean, wow. other than like those those movies, every movie pretty much has a seventy-five and above. So I mean, gotcha. when you look at like compared to certain things, there's there's it's they're all pretty good. Yeah. Now, one thing oh, yeah. for me is that I I went to college and uh, lived in Southern California, and I definitely had a, a Disneyland pass. So for you know four years, almost five years actually, because I uh, lived there a little bit after college. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I had a, I went to Disneyland multiple times a week. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I you know sometimes like four or five, maybe even six times a week, just because I had the pass. It's free. Uh, I'm not going to buy the food there because it's ridiculously expensive and I had the parking. So, you know, you get, it's kind of like an immersive experience. So I, I, I really have a, you know, a soft spot for these Pixar movies uh, just based on the experiences I had in college. Yeah, I'd say so. Lucky. I've never been to either Disney World or Disneyland. I'm uh, close to Disney World. But... Tell you what, Miles, we're going to start a Patreon uh, to buy you a, a Disney World ticket. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, link will be in the description. <laughs> We're looking for and one person to give fifteen hundred dollars, and you will get a special yeah, shout out. Yeah, exactly. I can do like a Super Bowl winning MVP where I'm like, I'm going to Disney World. Come on, you want this? You want this more than I want this? Just <laughs> donate all your money. It'll be good. Oh, that would be amazing if we do that. Link in the description. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, tons of great Pixar movies. So, uh, Miles, you know, since there are so many great Pixar movies, what is your – what is on your Mount Rushmore of Pixar movies? What's the first one on, on your Mount Rushmore? So the one that, like, I just couldn't – this is the one that was just – the most nostalgic for me, the one that I grew up with and I'm excited for another reason here in a second, I'll tell you, but it's Toy Story. Just the first Toy Story was the one that just set that. Oh, I love it. Like I had the toys, I had the Woody, I had the Buzz Lightyear, I had all that. And it just, you know, it's it what made me one of the slinky and <laughs> all the toy soldiers and stuff like that. Like that one. Oh, it's so nostalgic. It was so, like, I had the ball, which I know that ball's like a Pixar thing, but, like, the ball that's, like, famous with the star on it, like, I had that, yeah. but uh, it was such a good film. I just, I love the story with it. I love that they made a bunch. I love that there's going to be another one coming out soon, and that was just, uh, it, all of the Toy Stories were good. I just had to put the first one up there because it was just amazing. It was it was what started just a great story. Uh, yeah. And Andy everything it was just amazing yeah and i I actually i put that as my as my number one as well um and and actually my first note this one started it all and you know you look back on that the the graphics are so good uh but that came out in 1995 but it holds up which is oh i know which is crazy it's crazy i was just looking at that it's like made in 1995 and it, it could be just as good like now, like if that movie was released now, it would still it ages well. I think the like the future generation will still love this movie. It was such a good movie, right? And the you know the like you you mentioned the nostalgia. Like I I remember seeing this in theaters, 
Um, Mm -hmm. And to me, I mean, for me, it was like the first computer animated movie that was Mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, I I saw it a couple of times and and it's such a unique story as well. It's like, oh, they're toys. The toys are alive and they are not alive when the humans are around. So it's like, oh, like what type of hijinks can toys get into (laughs) when the humans aren't around? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Uh, and my wife and I actually, we talked about this last night, uh, because I, I, I got a text and this is completely her. This is the, mm. this is the, the, the story, like the kind of like the killer of Buzz Lightyear here. So they're all <laughs> toys. We know they're all toys. Uh, if you haven't seen Toy Story or you don't remember, uh, the toys, uh, they know that they're toys. They're, they starts off at a birthday party for Andy, and they're kind of sneaking around. You have the army men sneaking around, uh, and they're sneaking around because they want to see what new toys do they get. And then uh, Andy gets the hot new toy of the year. It's a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. And uh, uh, it turns out that Buzz thinks that he's an actual superhero. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. You were a toy. Like one of the things, like uh, Tom Hanks voices uh, uh, Woody, and it's like him in his face, and he's like, "You are a toy!" Like he's like yelling at him, and, and of course Buzz is like, "Whatever, dude." Uh, so we're ta- knowing that that Buzz thinks that he's a he's a real superhero. So this is my wife's theory that if Buzz, you know, uh, he doesn't believe that he's a toy. But then how does he know to freeze when humans come into the vicinity? If he's not a toy and he truly believes he's a toy, why does he just keep going about his, his way? Explain it to me. Crazy. <laughs> you, you, it's, it's, that's like the, the universe yeah. killer right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. But it's, it's also like the, the scale of things. Like for, for toys... You know, the very end scene and just throughout, you know, they, they end up leaving the, uh, Andy's house because they're moving. Uh, they all, they all kind of get packed away. Um, but the, they end up, like, going to uh, a gas station and an arcade and then the neighbor's house. Somehow, oh, they get, they, they get picked in, the, in the, the machine. They end up at the neighbor's house. Uh, and then they're yeah. moving. And then, you know, they're on the... the the RC car being pulled by the moving truck, like just the scale of things, seeing it from a toy's point of view, uh, is yeah. is they they scaled it really well to make the 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 world seem big. Yeah, yeah, it was. I love that film. It was just it was it was something different, and I mean, like you said, it was like one of the first really good like animated meal, films like that, and. This, I think that this really helped Pixar get off the ground to make so many great movies, and it's just, it's crazy. Well, I mean, this one had a hundred percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is crazy. Like, like only you know, the best of the best get that. And like, that's very hard. I mean, th- there's nothing even as great as we talk about Star Wars, like we did uh, a few weeks ago. Go check out that podcast. But like, none of them had a hundred percent. Like, it's very hard to have a hundred percent. Like. There's always something it seems like that people will criticize your movie about, and this was just one of those. It's like, 
there wasn't a lot to criticize. It was just well thought out. <laughs> it was just way ahead of its time, and it still holds up today. Yeah, it, one of the things I think that helps it maintain its, you know, its ability to be loved, I think, is the music. Uh, Randy Newman made the music, and he actually made yeah. the music for the first few um, Pixar movies, and they kind of branched out, and he's come back every once in a while. I mean, he's done all the, the Toy Story movies, uh, but that the famous song, like, everyone knows, like, this song is like, you've got a friend in me. You know, that song, yeah. like, it, it's such a great song, and, and actually, my wife and I, that was our wedding song that we danced to. It's because everyone, like, oh. it's it's not too fast. It's not too slow. Everyone can relate to it. It's just like, yeah, like you've got a friend in me. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. right in the heart, right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's our friendship will never die. Oh. It's so, oh, it's, just, oh. it's so powerful. Like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh. Magical. Oh, I'm gonna go watch this movie and cry now. Oh, <laughs> I know. Gosh, I know. I was thinking about that. I was thinking of Disney movies in general, which I know isn't well, it's Pixar, but now, but uh, it was a different movie. I think I'll talk about later at a different time for a different podcast. But yeah, it was there was another movie I want to see real bad. Mm. But um, I guess that would be a good way to before we talk about Toy Stories for three hours. I I could. <laughs> I want to go to the second one. What do you got there? Uh, for number two, uh, I have The Incredibles. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, it's such a unique movie that it's not, it's a family of superheroes who pretend to be real humans because superheroes are not exactly viewed favorably. Uh, and then, you know, it's just, it just becomes more, it, I, dare I say hijinks? Uh, because then you have the uh, dad, uh, Mr. Incredible, and his friend. Um, oh gosh, I forget his name. Uh, Frozone. Frozone. He's like, uh, they end up like reliving the glory days, and they have their police scanner that they're just like, <laughs> they're just yeah, like shooting the breeze. Uh, but then uh, maybe one of my favorite lines of uh, any movie is Frozone, and he's trying to get ready for the big fight at the end. He's like, honey, where is my super suit? It's just like the way he says it, it's just like, where is my super suit? (laughs) It's just like, yeah, where is his super suit? Um, Like getting it dry clean, like it's not, like who, I, I, I can't explain it. Why does a superhero get their 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 super suit dry cleaned, um, but just yeah. like the 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 family dynamic of like oh we're all superheroes but we can't you know be superheroes because then we'll have to you know be deported by the government. Um, I think it's just great, <laughs> and and of course it's a Pixar movie, so it's a happy ending. And he's like oh like don't use your superheroes, don't use your superheroes, but I'm going to use my superpowers right now. Uh, but don't you do this like. As my dad always says, and it's it's the worst line. And dad, if you listen to it, this is truly the worst line ever. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, and so you have the two kids who are like, "Ah, you're the worst parents ever." I just want to, you know, I just want to run super fast or turn invisible. So, <laughs> um, but also another great 
Pixar story. It's like, oh yeah, like how did you like the you have the the enemy who was slighted as a kid by Mr. Incredible and so now I'm gonna not actually have real superpowers, but I'm still gonna find a way to take over the world. Yeah. Really unique. Really unique. Yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you too, uh this was actually my number two. So I agreed with you on that one as well. Hey yo. Uh, we have the same list here, but yeah, like that was, and I'm excited. They're making another one of these, and I, I know I keep saying yeah. it, but like nostalgia is just like, oh, this one comes out in June. I can't remember the exact day, but Incredibles too. Oh, and just like the the longest cliffhanger ever. I mean, here we are, 14 years later, and like the Underminer comes out at the end of the Incredibles, and they put on their masks together as a family after uh, Jack Jack or not Jack Jack, but um, the son. What's his name? Whatever his name is, he finished yeah. the second. Yeah, yeah, he finishes second in that race and stuff, and and then they're just and then like they all put on their mask and then it ends and that's it. And it's like, oh, what's gonna happen next? <laughs> Until next year that they make another Incredibles. Fourteen years later, here we are. Like, <laughs> I was. Oh yeah. Oh, and I'm excited though because, and Jack Jack, he's so cute, and then just um, that was. I remember, like, where he blows up and, like, you see the mushroom cloud or whatever. And, <laughs> and then that kid's, like, on the tricycle, and he's like, that, or his big wheel, and he's like, that was totally wicked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Such a great... I, I, for those of you who don't know, that's when Mr. Incredible gets upset at his car, I believe, and he ends up, like, picking it up above his head, and the kid's rolling by, and... Uh, just a great scene. Just a great scene. He sets it down easily, like you can see just kids, and goes inside. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... it's not the end. That kid's waiting there for them. He's like, "We'll do something." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it has good music in it too. I know we talked about the music of the last one, but um, I can't remember the name of the song. But it was a song made for that. It's like incredible again, but it's like that where he's working out, like training again, it's like da 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 I love that song. I like classical music like that too. And it just reminded me of like a twenties, thirties kind of music. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a great film overall. Like good story with that and Yeah, and then, one thing the, oh go ahead. No, no, I was just talking about like the cape, like where they were like making the suit again and like he changed from like the blue to the green and I like that lady the little the one that was like helping him and stuff like no cape. But <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh that was uh Edna Mode. Gotcha. Yeah. Now f- fun fact, and that's just because I'm looking at uh the Wikipedia page as we talk about this. Edna Mode, who, who do you know who voiced Edna Mode? Edna Mode? Without looking at it. No. Uh, Brad Bird. Brad Bird voiced Edna Mode. Uh, the director of the movie. What? Yeah. I, I didn't know that until right now. Which is which is crazy because he's definitely one of my favorite characters in the movie, I think. Because he's just witty. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, one thing I was going to say. Uh, the The movie... I like that they kind of made it ambiguous as to when it takes place regarding yeah. like on the time wise, because, you know, everything is like, it, it's kind of like mid-century modern almost, uh, but then they have technologies that you have today. Uh, and so that when you mentioned the music, I was like, yeah, it's like very like, uh, like kind of like fifties, like forties, fifties, sixties music. 
just in how it sounds like a kind of like almost like a classical sound yeah uh and everything's very how to put it like it just it, the ambiguity to make it make sure that the focus isn't on when it's taking place because you know you always have these people who's like oh it'd be so great to see this as a real life movie and i think that for this movie and, and probably any pixar movie it would not be better if if you could see this in real life or on like for a sure. tv show or anything yeah and i don't know why i'm thinking of this but like the the younger daughter that they had, you know, I, I don't know why I had a crush on her when I was young. I know she was animated, Ooh. but like, I just thought, I don't know. I was like, oh my God, if she's real, she'd be my girlfriend. <laughs> that was, I mean, that okay. was like, when I was, that was like, I remember watching it in theaters. It was so Miles, good. don't worry. I won't tell anyone your secret. I oh, appreciate it. It means a lot. <laughs> give, give, give. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so happy that they're making a, a sequel, and uh, it's long overdue, and uh, so I'm very excited. And they got all the original uh, people to do the voices as well, um, yeah. which definitely, I think, helps when you go from you know such a long period of time that these people are like, yes, I'm super excited. I'm so excited I'm going to be back. Uh, but, oh, I didn't know that either. What? Samuel L. Jackson does uh, Frozone. Oh, yeah. I learned that actually earlier today. I was looking at the movie, and I was like, dang. And then I thought about it, and I was just like, listen to him say, there is my super suit. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you would have thrown a motherfucker in there, you then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, let's instantly make this movie an R-rated movie, uh, but so much better at the same time. <laughs> and, I mean, it, had not, it was a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is hard. Yeah, also, yeah, anything above, I think, 90, I think is an excellent movie that anyone should see. So, the, I, once again, Pixar holding holding steady on the excellent movies uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, Miles, what, what do you... Uh, for the, for the, the listening audience... Uh, Miles and I did not consult on this beforehand, so I'm 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 genuinely want to know if we have the same four, which I think would be pretty uh, unique uh, because we didn't talk about it. I didn't share beforehand. So Miles, mm. what is your number three? Um, I can't wait to hear yours either. But uh, mine's <laughs> Monsters Inc. Um, was that yours? Um. It's not number three, but it's on my list. <laughs> Fair enough. Number three and number four, then. But anyway, yeah, Monsters Inc. I mean, um, yeah. Or do you want to go with yours first, since mine might uh, be on yours? <laughs> that way uh, we can. So my number three is, is Wally. Oh, okay. Okay. Did so... did, did do we match up? Miles? No, we didn't actually. We, we okay. Kind of... <laughs> you kind of flipped it there. So not really. really. I don't have... We'll come back. We'll we'll do your three as Monsters Inc. and my four, and then we'll loop back around to to my number four as Wally. Okay. All right. So yeah, uh, Monsters Inc. Um, I love this one. It's it's very memed. Like I think of Mike Wazowski all the time, and I wanted a T-shirt of the guy that was like talking about the kid uh, that was there with them, and he was like. Uh, 
it picked me up with its mind powers and it shook me like a doll. Like I love, <laughs> I, I, I want to buy a shirt like that. And Mike Wazowski and his girlfriend. It's just like a little love story. And then, oh, and then it's so sad when you see the doors been chipped off. And and then at the end of it, it's it shows him opening the door and the red light comes on. He's like, boo. And then it goes off. Oh, it's such a, and then don't eat the yellow snow from the Yeti, the abominable snowman. Like there's so much good about this movie. And then just like, Oh, I just love it. It's one of my, it's another one of those that just like from my childhood, like it was so good. But, um, yeah, it's the, the story of monsters Inc. I, I find very unique. Um, yeah. It's that they're monsters, and and one thing about Monster Inc. is is the unique number of monsters. Yeah. Not not even the the characters, the main characters who's have speaking, just the background monsters that you see. They're all yeah. unique and individual. There's no monster that's the same. Um, and if I know Pixar the way I think I know Pixar, there's a good chance that every single one of those characters has a backstory. Uh, and they're all unique and there's just unreleased properties that make them unique and why they need to be in the movie uh, in this particular time in this scene. Yeah. Um, so just unique characters and, and John Goodman as, as a Sully, I think is a great pick um, because you know, in real life, he's a bigger dude uh, and in the movie, he's a bigger dude and he's has a, you know, a, a commanding presence, I think, uh, but still meek uh, or, yeah. you know, laid back. Um and he definitely adds to the story. He's he's the one who is just like, like what we're doing is not right. It's uh, you know we need to this little girl. We need to get her back. She's in the wrong place. She doesn't deserve to die because she's a little girl. Um, no. So just just unique, uh, and and it's it's kind of you when you think about it though. It's like they're they're in a completely different world, and then these doors uh, take them to a different universe that then they they power their own world by scaring kids <laughs> and, yeah. and, and capturing their screams. Yeah. Um, but then if you look at it on like a, like a, a, a social view, and I don't know if you've ever taken any uh, like sociology cl- courses or, you know, like human development courses um, in school. Uh, but, you know, this is very, uh, a good sociological study that, you know, in the movie, they're getting less and less power from kids' screams. Uh, and so there's a big cover-up on that. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like a, a social uh, movie. And then it's like, oh, kids these days, they're, like, they're so exposed to everything that a monster coming out of the closet doesn't even make them scared anymore. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think that's a – it's just a unique – tie into what what is going on in the real world that like people are so overexposed to things that like oh you see death and it's like not even you know it's not even a thing anymore so which as a child I didn't pick up on that obviously you know to me it's just like oh like kids aren't getting scared anymore like maybe I shouldn't be scared either but then as an adult it's like oh wow there's like all these like social things in there that I like just didn't pick up on um, and that are unique and interesting to, in, a, in a completely new way. You know, like each time you go back, it's it, it's something new. Yeah, it's that's one of the things too about these movies is like they're a piece of art, 
And in the mindset of like, okay, so we're making a move, like a movie targeted towards kids, but their parents are going to take them in. So we have to add something in there, like jokes for like one that comes to mind as cars, for instance, uh, like the piston cup. And then tomato was like, you did what in your cup? I didn't get that until I was older. (laughs) Some of those things are like, just, um, there's like, they make those kind of jokes and then like, don't eat the yellow snow and the abominable snowman. I didn't think of that when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I forget that in this, in this movie, they, they go to the abominable snowman and he's a monster in the universe. Yeah. And there's just like little things that are just, Oh, it's just so funny. It makes it, it truly, it's one of the movies. It's like anyone can enjoy all ages, even though it may be targeted to a certain, um, certain target market you know but it's everybody could watch it <laughs> like it's, oh, for sure. it's 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 so good yeah if, like, if you go back to toy story watch the original toy story as an adult uh because <laughs> there's so many uh dare i say adult oriented jokes in there uh that, yeah. that kids won't pick up uh yeah. but adults will because they're watching it kind of probably more intently um and one of the things is andy uh, sorry, Woody is talking about Andy, and then on the side you have Miss Potato Head takes his lips off and starts uh, putting him to his to his hindquarters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, as a kid, you you might not miss that because you're watching Andy or watching Woody talk about Andy, but the adults are taking in everything, and and they're, those are spread out all over the movies, which I think is great. Yeah. For sure. And like, I know this is not one we talked about, but like, and the later, um, um, the, um, uh, sorry, start, uh, Toy Story, where it was like Barbie meets Ken. And she like, she says she was talking about his ascot, but she like postpones caught. She's like, nice ascot. And I was <laughs> like, they did that on purpose. Like, they did some things. It's just like they threw it in there. Oh, I, I love it. Like, it's really you catch up on things like yeah pixar is known for hiding the um that truck the rocket pizza delivery truck and uh uh-huh oh and the uh is it the is it the thx1138 i think that's that's in pixar as well it's always an easter egg like the door number is 1138 um they throw little things like that maybe we discuss that in a podcast i think that would be a cool one oh hey but yeah there's uh, and I know, like, the little aliens off of Toy Story where it's like, you saved our lives, we're eternally grateful. Like, they're in a lot of the those as well. Like, they're hidden toys, like, in some of the movies of, like, where it's, like, kids and stuff like that. And Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy ones. <laughs> but it's overall a great movie. And it was a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, so there you uh, go. Another. Still great. Still great. So that was my number four. Uh, and we already know that my number four is, or my number three is Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Wally. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. I, do you have anything left to say about Monsters Inc? Oh, no, no, no. I was just, I was agreeing with Wally. Wally's a good one. Well, I, I didn't put it in mine, but it was a great one. I, I, I saw, I mean, Wally came out when I was in uh, college. So, I mean, I was able to enjoy it as an adult, Um, but I, it's hard not to watch it with like the, with the childlike wonder, 
um, because it's a sentient robot who's friendly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, it's like a great story. And, you know, in theory, you know, if you look at it, uh, Wally, the robot, is the leader of the world because he's the only living thing on the world, except for that uh, cockroach. Yeah. Um, also, this movie, uh, it's unique. Uh, and, and it's definitely you kind of preachy on the social issues that we need to take care of, you know, the world and environmentalism, which are not bad things. So don't go tweeting at us. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely those things are taken to the extreme in the movie. Uh, but it's a great story. It's one, it's a love story uh, between mm-hmm. Wally and Eve. Um, but then it's a, just like the, the, the visual cinematics. If you watch the movie, there's a ton of scenes where it's, you know, panned back all the way. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a great story about a friendly robot um, that survived the apocalypse uh, and is the rule of Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, then he's like, oh, there's something more out there because Eve lands in her ship and then he falls in love with Eve uh, and then goes back to, um, oh gosh, what's it called? The, uh, the big ship with all the humans. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, God, I'm looking to see if I can skim over it or something. I don't remember. It's because I know uh, Shark. It's a. Mm. Well, either way, the Axiom, the Axiom ship, uh, yes. where yeah. where you know, yes, uh, Wally is sentient and friendly. But then you have the Axiom and, and you have the auto, autopilot, which is sentient and evil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which you wouldn't think, yeah. you know, so like, you wouldn't think that the evil uh, being or the evil thing is going to be another robot uh, that's also an autopilot of a ship that stores all yeah. of humanity on it. <laughs> For sure. So it's, it's so unique in that way. Um, the other thing is is the uh, pervasiveness of by and large, uh, and so for me personally, just in my like real life, when people start talking about like the they get on their on their soapbox, start talking about corporations, like you, oh, you mean like by and large, and they don't get it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I always have fun with that. Um, yeah, then, like I said, very few words said, but I think it's one of the few movies where words don't need to be said because it's the the cinematic and the the visuals and the sound effects, you know, all play into that um, to add to it. There was a lot of adult things into this too. I think it kind of almost was a little political in the sense of like showing humans like this is not something a kid would catch on necessarily, but like humans doing nothing getting big you know and and us destroying the earth and stuff like it had a message you know it wasn't just a get rich quick like it was a message film i felt like and i I enjoyed the movie and i i mean as i got older and watched the movie like you see the message like oh if we don't take care of the earth and we're not we're doomed right (laughs) but man just like just the love, it's like a little love story with Eva. Oh, it's just so good. It's, e. it's, it's Eva, and then she's like, Wow, wow, <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, it's so good. And, and like, it just 
it had a 96% Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it, it was a great, it was, um, it was considered in 2008, it was named uh, one of the great, the best American film to the year to date. Mm. Um, Boston, uh, Boston Globes, um, Jay Carr said that. So, I mean, it's, um, it had a little controversy drawing fire from uh, political activists. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can't, we can't be indoctrinating these kids with environmentalism. Ugh. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> it, it was crazy, and uh, let's see. I was reading this. Someone threatened to sue because of like spoiling minds of Wally, but. <laughs> but you know it's just some people yeah for sure but um, yeah it was a great film I enjoyed it that was a good pick uh, I love it uh, My, I think one of my favorite scenes from that movie they're on the Axiom and mm-hmm. Wally has been he's been crushed literally crushed yeah. uh, not crushed by Eve but he's it's when he's holding up and they kind of just throw him into the uh, um the trash chute and he goes down to the trash chute of the axiom uh and he's there he's crushed he's needing new packs and eve is nowhere to be seen and then it kind of pans out once again those awesome cinematics and once does it show it shows giant wally robots <laughs> as they're they're doing the trash i'm like oh he has big brothers oh and then he's there and he's like Trying to be friends with him, even though he's dying. Oh, it's it's so heartbreaking and happy at the same time. I just, it's it's so much. Yeah. I just can't take it. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I want I want a little baby Wally to take care of my trash for me. But yeah, no, I was thinking, yeah, that that it would be great to have one, <laughs> just handy. Oh, it'd be so nice. Maybe maybe someday, maybe someday. Yeah. So Miles, we know what my four are. I, I'm I'm since we didn't match up on all four, uh-huh. I'm I'm intrigued as to what your number four is. What what is your fourth best or number four in no specific order Pixar movie? Gotcha. Here we go. Number four. Uh, actually, before I say my number four, there's um Someone like to clear up. I sat for an hour trying to decide my number four because there was two movies that I couldn't decide. So I would like to give the honorable mention first and say Bugs Life was the one that I wanted to put there. Really? Bugs Life? Yeah. I love Bugs Life. That was just one of my, that was one of the, uh, one of the younger ones. That was the year I was born. That was the movie that I watched over and over when I was young. When I got older, I, of course, when I could understand it, I watched it over and over. But it's not, that's not my number four. I just wanted to ask an honorable mention, but my actual number four was Nemo, Finding Nemo. Uh, uh, I remember first time I saw it, I went and watched it in theaters. I went and I remember I watched it a total of three times in theaters. And then I remember <laughs> I went with all these different people and I love the movie. So I was like, I'll keep going and, or, or should I say keep swimming? Uh, but yeah, I just, and then I remember watching it. Um, the the school I used to go to, like they did this big rewards party, like if you sold like whatever it was that we sold. I can't remember what we sold. We sold a bunch of different things. I remember like we had a limousine ride and we got to watch Finding Nemo in a limousine ride all the way to Pizza Hut. And it was oh it was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Living the life, huh? Yeah, it was yeah, and that was just such a good movie. And like I feel like I grew up with that and 
uh, like my love, I have a big love for Ellen DeGeneres. I think she's amazing. And then just her in there. And I can't remember the actor that does Marlon, but he's so funny. And this, oh, it's such a good movie. And it's, it's one that I think it'll age well as well. And I mean, it had a 99 rotten score. So, I mean, that's, that's high for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo is it, it was so hard not to put Finding Nemo on my list. Um, because it, it is definitely one of the great, <clears throat> every, we, I think we've determined that pretty much every Pixar movie could be one of the great ones. Um, Correct. but it, it, I mean, there's just so much going on that you're, you're looking at two different stories. Technically you have the story of yeah. Marlin trying to find his son. And then you have the story of his son, just kind of like, I have to get back to my dad. Uh, and so that's why I like when at the very end, when they spoil alert, they, they get back together. It's such like a, 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 a moment that the father is just like, ah, ah, my son, you got crushed by so many fish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely like one that will hold up. Uh, <laughs> speaking of that very last, not very last scene, but closely unseen where, uh, uh, Nemo had been crushed by the fish in the net. Um, it, that's definitely one. Of, it's a quiet moment. It's so quiet, and I'm in theaters. I'm watching it, and quiet. Everyone's thinking that Nemo's dead, and this little yeah. little girl uh, yells out, and it, it was so cute. She's just like, "He's not dead." <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and then the and uh, it was just like oh, that's so cute. You you know how Pixar movies work at such a young age that you know he's not dead, <laughs> or maybe it was yeah. like I I hope he's not dead or something along the lines. And it's like oh, you still have your innocence as you're watching this movie. I'm so happy that you get to watch this movie as a kid because as an adult you're going to be jaded <laughs> about yeah, about experiencing like... the movie. Um. And you know what, what you know about real life. So I'm I'm so happy that as a child, you know, you get to watch this movie. Yeah, for sure. Now, Miles, you know, if you truly love this movie without looking, okay, what's the address they have to get to? Forty-two Wallaby Way, Sydney. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Not bad. Not no, bad but... at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah that was that was a good part and like like i said that one was a good one finding dory was a good one i don't know if you saw that that one's kind of newer that was a good one i don't know if i like finding dory as much as i liked no i agree 100 it was good but it was not it was not finding nemo and um i mean it was it was uh, finding nemo was just one of the classics for sure it was an instant classic and uh, it was it was called a true thing of beauty, of beauty, highly entertaining and way cool, and it was just like funny all around. There was so much to it, and then, oh, I mean, just keep swimming. That's something that people talk about till this day. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you one of the things people do more than anything, and it's annoying, but it came from this movie. Is like people would be like acting like the dang seagulls, be like, my, 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 my. <laughs> like, like that happens all the time, and like I remember at lunch. Like when I was in like middle school, elementary school, one person would say that and like the whole damn, like the whole lunchroom 
not like ten minutes later, everybody's my my my, and then you just hear the teacher like, "Hey, quiet." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they got so many. Yeah, there's so many things I think have pervaded or pervaded, uh, become pop culture. Um, you have the uh, the Surfer Turtles crush, dude, righteous like that. Uh, but then also the the talking like a way like, hello, my name is Andrew. Like you hear those and and you just know that like that's what they're referencing, even if that's not what's being talked about you you can you know make the connection to that, which is great yeah first uh, I mean yeah there's and that's kind of that's the case with a lot of Pixar movies, and you know I think it's it's fair enough that like before we end to mention some of the other great ones, by the way, I was looking at this while we were talking about Toy Story earlier. You know, Toy Story 1's rating was 100, Toy Story 2's was 100, and Toy Story 3 was 99. So uh, I even, think Toy Story 3 got gypped right there. Yeah, I mean, they were just so much. A lot of people like that Inside Out movie. I haven't saw that. Up was a good one. Um, Cars, not, neither one of us picked that one. That was a great one. Um, one thing, one of the movies I also really liked um, was Ratatouille. You know, it's it's such a that's just definitely yeah. definitely a movie of contrast. You know that you have yes. rats cooking food, and one thing that people tend to avoid, and they do a very good job of showing that, is uh, avoiding rats. Um, <laughs> so I it that one's very good. Um, you mentioned a Bug's Life. I'm I'm not as fond of a Bug's Life. Um, yeah. I I I'll watch it if it's on, uh, but I'm not gonna yeah. run out and pick a Bug's Life. Um, I would run out and pick up. Um, I would actually run out and pick. Actually, we own my wife and I inside out as well. Um, And I, I, a lot of people uh, didn't enjoy it, um, but I, I enjoyed it. The good dinosaur. Really? Because I saw that one and it had low ratings. It had low. It had a, a lower rating. I enjoyed it. Um, my wife and I actually watched it when we were on our honeymoon in, uh, uh, of all places, Sydney, Australia. Um, so, you know, it's like it's the middle of the night and we can't sleep because we're on the other side of the world. Well, let's watch a movie. So um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with Pixar. That's what we've learned today. I mean, there's watch it. I mean, if you if you doubt it, watch it. Watch it again. Pick up if it's been years since you've watched it. Make sure to rewatch it because then you're gonna pick up something new. Because let's just be honest: as the older you get, the more perverted you are. So you, <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get those little little jokes like all kind of piston cup. And, oh no. Related, but SpongeBob. Here's the balloons. Don't drop them. Talk about don't drop the soap. You know? <laughs> yeah. All things you get that goes for all. Well, we, yeah, like, we will definitely all... have uh, Pixar movies uh, for the next few years. We have Incredibles two coming out later this year, and Toy Story four uh, in 2019. And the one that I'm most excited for, I think, uh, untitled film due on March 13th, 2020. Looking forward to that oh, movie yeah. called Untitled Film. So, uh, <laughs> blank, blank, and blank. Yeah, yeah it's going oh, to be the best. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, hey, maybe we come back to this list in a year or two. I mean, it may change with those new ones coming out. I mean, I can't wait to see the new Toy Story, but, yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, the, by then, Toy Story 4, Mount Rushmore of Toy Story movies, which one is it going to be? Uh... <laughs> I know what my favorite Toy Story one is already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So many great Pixar films, and, and definitely – super hard to to pick because they're all mostly you know really good uh, and really enjoyable yeah for sure so so miles uh do you have anything to plug before we uh before we head out um not really i mean if uh make sure the listeners are um i like to say that we are now available on google play music as well hey yo um youtube channel be checking that out as well um anchor of course uh we we are actually getting there make sure to go check out the twitter page as well uh, we're trying to get expanded we're trying to get on all the main podcast places the only one left is spotify but if we don't get there i'm okay because i'm all right with itunes and google music but we'd like to expand even further yeah we don't want to be um, on spotify spotify you can go away thanks spotify peace out bye yeah, yeah. who needs you bitch anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unless you accept us, then, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> but no, it's uh, uh, yeah, check us out. I mean, if you if you'd like to share, show your friends. I mean, I don't know if we're being your, we may spark conversation. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, if you like us, please give us a subscribe on your uh, preferred uh, method of listening to podcasts. There's so many out there. Um, if you listen to us on Podbean or uh, iTunes or Google Play. Um, there are other ones that we're working on getting on that are smaller, but they're less important. But if you're, if you can find us there, by all means, please subscribe, <laughs> uh, and please share. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you think that one of your friends like it, we would definitely appreciate the share. Uh, and as Miles said, uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow yep. on there. Um, we definitely will post when a new episode's available on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and please come back next week. Ne- next week, Miles, it's the big week. I'm actually looking forward to it because uh, I like bad things. Uh, what, are, what are we doing, Miles? We're doing the worst NFL playoff teams of all time. That's right. So, <laughs> so uh, we don't, I'm not sure what that's going to hold. I have some ideas as to the worst teams that have ever made the playoffs. Uh, but, uh, yeah, w- look forward to that. And we'll be back next week uh, with more – of Mount Rushmore. And as always, uh, why don't you give us a uh, follow on Twitter and tell us what is on your Mount Rushmore of one of our three episodes now of what's on your Mount Rushmore Star Wars movies, what's on your Mount Rushmore best playoff teams of all time, and what's on your Mount Rushmore of Pixar movies. Miles, uh, I guess we'll chat again next week, right? Uh, yeah, sounds good. Got it planned up. Okay. On the grind. Let's do it. Three weeks in a row. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on a roll three weeks in a row, and, and next week we'll make it number four. So uh, come back for that. Everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you uh, on the other side of Mount Rushmore. No, I'm not going to make that a thing. That's terrible. Don't listen to that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. All right, see you guys. Bye. Bye.